It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Redskins. Your daily Washington Redskins podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Good to have you with us on another edition of the Locked on Redskins podcast. On this Tuesday, uh, as you listen to this primarily, uh, it might be Wednesday by the time you listen to this, but we're recording this late Monday night, Eastern time into Tuesday. We have a couple of things that have happened, uh, again, since that most recent podcast was put out. Number one, let's start with this. Kyle Smith is now the vice president of player personnel for the Washington Redskins. Son of A.J. Smith, Kyle Smith has been running the college draft as the uh, director of college scouting for the last two drafts. Before that, he was very instrumental under Scott Campbell in leading the draft from a head scout perspective. Um, He was basically in charge of the Southeast region and then also doing some national work and helping Scott in that regard. And there was just a transition phase. And listen, he loved Scott Campbell. He learned under Scott Campbell. Uh, Scott Campbell was a good scout, but it was time for Kyle Smith, who at that point was only 35. I think he's 37 going on 38 now. He's sharp as a tack. He's handsome. Uh, He's got killer good looks. I wish I looked like him. Uh, And he's really smart. He's a damn good evaluator of talent. Uh, I've been told forever that Dan Snyder certainly liked him, appreciated him, you know, saw the talent in him, was determined not to let him leave. But... There was an issue as to whether Ron Rivera would want him as part of his staff. And Ron Rivera obviously evaluated what he had in him, saw from afar, uh, got, I'm sure, to talk to him over the last couple of weeks, uh, and they discussed ball and uh, philosophy and ideology, I should say, and he realized just how special Kyle Smith is. And the Redskins are very fortunate. Now, under the old regime... Kyle Smith took about three months extra past Doug Williams, past Alex Santos to roll over his contract for the upcoming year and into June of 2021. We do not know whether Kyle Smith signed a new contract or not at this point, uh, unless that's been reported that I have not seen, but I don't believe that has been reported. The question will be is whether or not he did or he didn't. I don't know at this point. We will get that information for you. We are efforting, obviously. Um, But that information is not exactly easy to come by. So it's possible that he's only under contract for one more year still and change, uh, meaning the next two drafts and free agent period. uh, But we don't know if it's more than that. Now, 
He's not the general manager by name. He's the vice president of player personnel. But he's not just running the college department anymore. He's running the college and pro department. And I think the writing is on the wall there that, you know, in all likelihood that that report about Alex Santos being gone as pro personnel director wasn't coming out of nowhere. Now, I don't know if that's going to happen, but it clearly should not surprise us, any of us, if that is indeed the case, right? Um so if Kyle Smith is running both the college and the pro side, and I've reported forever on this podcast in all my radio work on 1067thefanradio.com, um, si.com, all of those places, Twitter, that Kyle Smith has been ramping up on the pro side for a while now. They were getting him ready. They knew his star was on the rise, and either it was going to be promote him or lose him. And clearly the Redskins promoted him. Now, again, that doesn't mean he's here long term. Who knows? Um, I mean, he could be, depending on whether or not, again, he signed a new contract. They did not announce that. Um, but he's at least here for, the again, the next two free agent periods and the next two drafts. Um so what will be really interesting is this, whether they hire another general manager or a general manager to go along with Kyle Smith to help Kyle Smith and to help Ron Rivera. And the belief is, based on talking to a few sources, yes, that is still the plan. That is not definitive. The timeline on that is not definitive they may wait until after the draft as was originally reported but now that they promoted Kyle Smith to be in charge of pro and college there's a little bit less of a need necessarily to do it right now who's going to replace Kyle on the college side to lead the college scouting department I think I think it'll be Cole Spencer Uh, he was getting a lot of interest from other NFL teams uh, possibly would have left uh, if the right situation had come along last year. He decided to stay. And Cole Spencer, I'd be surprised if he's not put in charge of the college scouting department. And that may happen as early as Tuesday. I'm not sure. I'm not reporting that. That's more informed speculation. Um, but I, I think, an emphasis on think, that is what will happen. Now, um, who could that general manager, assuming that they hire one, be? Well, uh, there's a number of different choices, right? There's Marty Herney, the current Carolina Panthers GM. Don't know the contract situation. I've efforted to find out that. Uh, looks like they're hiring somebody on the executive side now that they've got their head coach. Clearly, the head coach has got a lot of juice there. I don't know if Marty wants to stay around. Uh, but Marty Herney and Ron Rivera have worked together for a long time off and on in Carolina. My understanding is their relationship very close. Uh, nobody should be surprised to see Marty Herney if he shows up. He's a former Washington Times employee. Uh, he's from the area. Again, it makes all the sense uh, in the world, right? Uh, then there is Morocco Brown, currently the college scouting director of the Indianapolis Colts. That's not a hire that you would make until after the college draft. Again, he was formerly with the Redskins, ran the pro side here before Alex Santos, before leaving for Cleveland. Again, that should not surprise you uh, there. He's well regarded around the NFL. Uh, I think there's a chance Morocco Brown uh, could come back. I don't know how great of a chance, but there's a chance. Um, there's a couple of guys in Buffalo. The assistant GM, uh, Joe Schoen, who I think J.P. Finley first reported. Uh, certainly the assistant uh, under 
the GM there, Brandon Bean, they've done a great job rebuilding and building and making that culture, everything that it should be, everything that you want it to be in Buffalo, uh, have obviously done pretty good in the draft, pretty good free agent signings. Uh, Trent Murphy, Andre Roberts, Ty Secchi, formerly Redskins. Uh, clearly, they have rebuilt their secondary. Some really good talent on that defense. And now they've made the playoffs two out of the last three years. So Joe Schoen is a name that you should keep an eye on. As well, Dan Morgan. Dan Morgan, former Miami linebacker, former Carolina Panthers linebacker. And I say Miami, meaning the University of Miami. Uh, I think he could be an assistant GM or a GM at some point soon. I don't know if right now is that time. I'm not sure. I know he's really smart. I know he's highly regarded. Um, and I'd, I'd be surprised if Sean comes here, if he's not the assistant GM in Buffalo, or if maybe he comes with Sean. That I don't know. I'm not sure how that would be now that Kyle Smith has gotten that promotion. I wouldn't think so if Schoen came here to be the GM. I don't know if Dan Morgan would come here again. Uh, that would almost seem like too many chefs, but I can't rule it out. can't rule it out. Uh, so Schoen, Dan Morgan from Buffalo, um, you know, and Morocco Brown and Marty Herney, I would say those top four. And then the wild card, wild card might just be, and I'll throw it out there, and again, it's speculation. I'm not going to say I was told this because I wasn't. But in talking to people, in talking to people, and talking about Kyle Smith being promoted to vice president of player personnel, maybe this wouldn't work out because of the sheer nature of the politics and whatever. But I wouldn't be surprised to see A.J. Smith added back on as a consultant, as an advisor, as a senior level executive. Maybe not a general manager by title, but maybe, again, a senior-level executive, somebody for Ron Rivera to lean on, somebody for Kyle Smith to lean on, who's been a longtime general manager. I would not be surprised at all in some way, shape, or form if A.J. Smith comes back to the franchise. He was here in 2013, 2014 in a senior-level personnel executive role under Bruce Allen. Uh, he was let go uh, or he retired when they chose to hire Scott McLuhan. He wanted to be the GM. They didn't want to make him the GM, whatever. Uh, he's been retired since then. Uh, he's had some opportunities from what I understand uh, in talking to people around the league that are close to him. Uh, but the bottom line is this. I could see that happening. Again, I don't think that would be the GM title, but I could see a senior level executive type title. I could see that. Just somebody to help. Ron Rivera was his defensive coordinator in San Diego, so they remain close. Um, you know, that's certainly how Ron got to know Kyle a decade or so ago, and that's what has led to Kyle, along with Kyle's outstanding track record, being promoted to vice president of player personnel. So, again, just some names to keep an eye on. I do not think Urban Meyer, I do not think Lewis Riddick uh, at this point, now that Dan Snyder has given all the control uh, to Ron Rivera, I think it'll be Ron Rivera's guys, and there's a bunch of different guys with Carolina connections. We just mentioned a whole bunch of them, or Ron Rivera connections, and that's something you can't forget as well. Coming up next on the Locked on Redskins podcast, good news for Nick Sundberg, good news for Tress Way, and potential good news on the Chris Cooley front. We'll have all of that covered for you next on the Locked on Redskins podcast. 
Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, it is Chris Russell with you, Locked On Redskins. Thanks for being with us. As always, you can follow me at Russellmania621. You can follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked Redskins. You can read me, si.com slash NFL slash Redskins, part of Redskins Maven on si.com for all sorts of comprehensive uh, written and video coverage there. And as well, we'll put up some links to the podcast and other podcasts as well. So we have as much Redskins content as we can possibly uh, put out. Also, don't forget to check out our Monday through Friday daily Google News Initiative Redskins reports. Just go to Google and say, hey, Google, play me the Redskins or play me Locked on Redskins. And you'll get daily one and roughly four to five minute reports on the Washington Redskins. Downloadable, easy to listen to, quick. And you get caught up on everything going on. If you're a Redskins fan, if you're an NFL fan, great way to keep up. All right, let's get to it. So Tress Way is now a selection for the Pro Football Writers of America All-NFC team. He's the punter. So congratulations to Tress Way. You may remember he was NFC Special Teams Player of the Week earlier in the regular season. He's going to be the lone Redskins starter in the Pro Bowl, starter at punter, his first selection for the NFC next Sunday in Orlando. As well, recently he was voted to the AP, the Associated Press, second team for punters all across the NFL. So it's been a banner year for Tress Way. Uh, just a great dude, just a humble guy. Um... And couldn't be happier for him and glad to see him get another honor. Uh, So congratulations, Tress, and look forward to seeing him uh, boot the ball and and do his thing uh, at the Pro Bowl next Sunday. It it could be, could be, uh, I don't want to say for sure, but we know Brandon Sheriff's not going to be there even though he was, uh, you know, voted as a backup, but he's injured and whatever. Uh, It could be the only Redskins flavor at the Pro Bowl. Um, Now, his battery mate, if you want to call it, the guy who snaps on the ball, Nick Sundberg, long snapper of the Redskins since 2010, is and has been the Redskins nominee for the Walter Payton Man of the Year Award. Obviously, congratulations to that. Well, there was a huge social media campaign to raise an extra potential $25,000 for the first place winner, $10,000 each for the second or third place winner for the most votes. And you had to go on Twitter and do the hashtag WPMOY and hashtag Sunberg and all this stuff. Uh, And Redskins Nation, Redskins fans, and Nick Sunberg, and Redskins Charitable Foundation, and the Redskins, even the Capitals were involved in the NHL Stanley Cup champions. They all got Nick Sunberg to second place as the voting closed in the nationwide NFL Man of the Year, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, I should say, social media push and contest. So what happens is that doesn't mean Sunberg 
hasn't won the award and the honor, that will be decided in Miami at the Super Bowl. Him and his wife are going to be able to go to the Super Bowl, go to a bunch of different events, obviously a lot of charity events, uh, and he could still win the overall award, but for now he won the second place award in the social media challenge. This is the fifth year in a row that they've done this. And again, second to Cam Newton, pretty damn good, right? Cam Newton's a superstar. Cam Newton's a quarterback, and he deserves to win it. He won $25,000. Loads of love, Nick Sunberg's charity, who he started with his wife and the Redskins Charitable Foundation. They get an extra $10,000 in addition to the 50 that they already won for Loads of Love. Uh, and again, you can check out more on redskins.com. Uh, just do a Google search for Loads of Love. It'll come up there on how you can donate, uh, how you can help, uh, and all about what Nick and his wife and the Charitable Foundation have done uh, and what the fans really have built. So congratulations to Nick. Uh, I put up a story, again, si.com slash NFL slash Redskins. You can check that out with some cool video and all that good stuff uh, and some links. So uh, please go check that out. Please, please continue to support Nick. Please continue to support Loads of Love. Uh, they're doing a tremendous, tremendous job uh, for a bunch of kids who don't have clean clothes. And, um, you know, they found out that it affected their performance and their confidence and their attendance. Uh, and they're helping out so many schools and so many kids and so many groups. Uh, so it's just a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful cause. And I'm so glad Nick's being honored and recognized for it locally and nationally. I hope he wins it. Uh, no offense to Cam Newton or Kyle Rudolph or Lorenzo Alexander or anybody. Uh, Nick's just done a tremendous job long before Loads of Love became a thing. He was at every charitable event pretty much uh, over his now uh, what? I mean, he's been here since 2010. Uh, so this is he's now completed his 10th NFL season going into his 11th year. All right. So great stuff there from two of the three Redskins specialists coming up next on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Could Chris Cooley be coming to coach? The answer next on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Thanks for being with us. What's going on, guys? I'm Chris Russell, locked on Redskins. You know, to get fit in 2020, and who doesn't want to do that? You don't have to go to a gym, pay a ton for overpriced fitness equipment. The best way to get in the best shape of your life is with Echelon. Go to echelonfit.com to discover their EX1 connected fitness bikes that offer a high-quality at-home cycling experience at a cost of less than half the price of a Peloton. Echelon makes beautifully engineered products for everyone, busy moms, dads, first responders, elite athletes, whatever your activity level is, daily live, on-demand studio classes, right in your home, you'll never have to step foot in a gym. Go to echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-F-L. That's echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-F-L to learn about their limited time, free Apple iPad and complete details of this exclusive offer. Echelon, it's your time. That's E-C-H-E-L-O-N, fit.com slash L-O-N-F-L, echelonfit.com slash L-O-N-F-L. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. 
They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. On the Locked On Redskins Podcast, I'm Chris Russell. Uh, If you hear some noise in the background, I'm broadcasting uh, and recording this from high atop Capital One Arena in Washington, D.C. For my other gig for 106.7 The Fan uh, and the Radio.com app, I covered the Washington Capitals and the Carolina Hurricanes game on Monday night. So here we are actually in the opposing team's general manager's booth. And you might hear some construction and some noise as they're folding the seats up and cleaning the arena uh, for the next event to come. So if you hear it, that's where we are. We're not getting shot at or anything like that uh, in a war zone. Um, So away we go. Just wanted to finish up the podcast and this episode with this. There was a report from uh, my former boss, Chuck Sapienza, now of 105.7 The Fan in Baltimore. He runs that station uh, and the Maryland Terrapins Radio Network and the Baltimore Orioles Radio Network. And you might be saying, hmm, well, he used to run ESPN 980, which at that point when we both worked together and I worked for Chuck for almost five full years, I was let go as my five-year anniversary hit. Um, maybe a touch after that, he was let go, um, and he was there longer. He was let go about three months before that. Uh, well, we used to, you know, of course, work with the Redskins. Uh, it was a Daniel Snyder owned radio station, not operated, owned, um, we, you know, we traveled together on the Redskins team plane, at the Redskins team hotel, on the Redskins buses for five-plus years. Chuck did it longer. He was the statistician for Larry Michael. He was the executive producer of the broadcast. He helped Sonny and Sam, Sonny Jurgensen, Sam Huff. He hired originally Chris Cooley to be a full-time daily talk show host in conjunction with the Redskins and also to be on the Redskins radio network as the color analyst along with Sonny Jurgensen when Sam retired. Uh, so he's done a lot. He's got a lot of connections, and he knows a lot. So Chuck reported on Monday afternoon, after our last podcast edition, that he was hearing scuttlebutt, as he called it, that Chris Cooley was going to leave the broadcast booth and perhaps join Ron Rivera's staff as an offensive quality control coach. And this is interesting because... A couple of reasons. One, Cooley's always wanted to do this. Cooley's always wanted to get into coaching. He's always wanted to be back in that building as a football person, not as a broadcaster. Uh, Whether it be on the front office side, whether it be on the coaching side, I don't think it mattered to Cooley. uh, But it looks like, looks like it's going to be on the coaching side. Now, uh, offensive quality control, you might be saying, well, what the hell is that? Well, They help break down the film, and they help in practice and do various different things. I'm sure he'll be working a little bit with the tight ends. I'm sure he'll be helping out the tight end group. I'm sure he'll be helping out the offensive staff across the board, trying to learn as much as he can about coaching and game plan implementation. Listen, there aren't many former football players that were good, and Chris Cooley was good, if not very good. There aren't many football players, I think, that are smarter than Chris Cooley. And he can present the game and the tape and the analysis of what he sees in a conversational manner, in a good, clear, concise manner. Um, I think he's really shrewd. I think he can obviously, you know, see just about anything and everything. I've watched tape with him. He's broken down, you know, all sorts of tape. I don't want to make it seem like we had various tape. I just didn't have the time. Uh, but, you know, we've hung out on the road. We, he's, you know, I picked his brain. We hosted a digital television show uh, for Larry Michael and the Redskins uh, broadcast network. 
network for a long time, you know, for a while. Uh, I think that was the 2013 season, maybe 2014. I can't remember. The bottom line is, is Chris Cooley's really smart. And I think he can help Ron Rivera. And I think, you know, he was frustrated under Bruce Allen, and I don't blame him, uh, that Bruce wouldn't let him have a part in the football operations, whether it be coaching or front office. And I think now it seems like he might be getting his opportunity, and that's good for Chris. He deserves it. Uh, he's got a couple of young kids. I think uh, he spent some time uh, at home with them recently. I think he's got the itch. I think he's motivated. Uh, and I think he'll be really good at it. I mean, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of hours. I hope he can do it. Uh, and I wouldn't be shocked if Chris Cooley at one point someday down the line, five, six, seven, eight years, whatever it might be, maybe it's 10 years, I don't know, is an offensive coordinator slash head coach. Uh, one of the two, um, I would be surprised if his coaching career doesn't go further uh, than just offensive coordinator, I guess. I think he, you know, as long as he's willing to put in the work, it's a lot of work. It's a lot of hours. I'm sure he's thought about it a lot. I think he's been coaching some high school football the last time I remember hearing. You know, I'll bump into Chris every once in a while, but you know, I don't really ask him about this stuff just because it's unfair to him. I don't want to put him in a bad spot. Uh, but, you know, I, I think this would be a good thing for Ron Rivera's staff. I think he would be able to help out the tight ends, number one. I think he'd be able to help out receivers. I think he'd be able to help out uh, just in general everybody. And I think the more hungry young guys you have, uh, the better. Uh, and I think um, I think he's got an ability uh, to relate to players, certainly. Uh, I think players obviously still respect him because he didn't play too long ago. They know the name, even if they're new to Washington, and there'll be plenty of new faces. So assuming this goes down, and good job by Chuck for getting uh, this scuttlebutt, but I don't think it's just scuttlebutt, quite honestly. Um, assuming this goes down, I think this will be a really good move for the Washington Redskins. And that would make Monday, if you include the Cooley news, which hasn't happened yet, uh, and by the way, did reach out to him for comment, not uh, hasn't returned uh, a text to confirm, deny, any say anything, which uh, you can read into any way you want as of late Monday night. Reached out to some others, have not heard anything back. Again, you can reach out uh, and you can figure out what that means. Maybe it means nothing. Maybe it means everything. I don't know. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, is Chris Cooley looks like, it looks like he might be coming back to the Redskins out of the broadcast booth and into the coaching offices. And if that's true, Congratulations, Chris. Best of luck. That's awesome. Uh, very happy for you and your family. He deserves it. Uh, and look forward to seeing uh, that maturation process and that growth process because, again, there's not many smarter guys in football than Chris Cooley. All right, that's going to do it for us here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. On the next episode, we will try and get you some studs and maybe some duds from the LSU-Clemson National Championship game on Monday night in New Orleans and how they could potentially fit into the Washington Redskins plans as the Redskins don't have a second-round pick right now, which is a big problem. Of course, they could trade somebody, Trent Williams, Ryan Kerrigan, we'll see. Uh, and get a second-round pick. But right now they don't have one, and right now they do have the number two overall pick, as many of you know, and then the rest of their rounds, they're intact. So we will see. Uh, thanks for being with us. Lots of good Redskins news. I think Monday was a great day for winning off the field for the Washington Redskins. Uh, now they, of course, need to win more on the field, uh, but I think they're making all the right moves of off the field so that they can sustainably win on the field. It was a good day for recognition individually and for the team and the future of the team, especially if 
Uh, Chris Cooley is joining the coaching staff, and we already know Kyle Smith is taking on an elevated role. So congratulations to all of those gentlemen. Thanks for being with us right here on the Locked on Redskins podcast. Adios. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked on NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.